Come on, braids. Uh, yours are cute. Who did yours? Girl, one of my girlfriends. She did the tops. I can't corn roll, corn roll for nothing. And then um, I just crocheted them in the back. Oh, that's cute. I went to the same lady you uh, recommended me to a long time ago. Oh, oh I need to go see her. That's probably who you <clears throat> to get me some uh, braids. Terry, you need to get you some braids and join the party, man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we all braided up over here. Man. Crew. <laughs> I need a lot more hair first. <laughs> they can grip that. I mean, they got it. <laughs> they get, got it. Get some plaits or something. Right. <clears throat> All right, just need somebody who can grip it, but you got enough hair. I need some earrings, but I ain't gonna waste your time. So, I didn't get some. I, I, I bet it'd be funny. I really believe you're gonna try to go get them when the when the pop I mean, <laughs> when the intro start, and she gonna be coming in. Just I'm sorry, <laughs> I thought I could make it. <laughs> I'm trying to know where I put them. <laughs> Lord have mercy. All right, all right, let's get started. Boom shakalaka. Ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Worst Ones Podcast, the safe place for preachers' kids, pastors' kids, those alike. Um, we are here uh, recording another episode. Always glad to bring you guys some heat. Uh, my name is Rudy Wilson. I'm a PK. I don't. Know. I be making them do intros every time. I just, <laughs> I just say stuff. Uh, Kelly Lee, <laughs> she's a PK. Janessa Rollins a PK. Terry Weezy is a PK. We all are in the building. Uh, Terry Weezy, let's start with you, boss man. How you doing? Doing pretty good. Uh, just getting ready for the holiday coming up. Got a big party tomorrow. So, okay. They, these country folk in 4th of July, man, they go bananas. <laughs> I bet. <clears throat> yeah. I was talking to my brother-in-law and, uh, and he goes, you know, uh, him and his brother, he's like, yeah, we were talking, uh, maybe about, uh, just spending the money and getting a commercial fireworks license. That way we can buy the really big stuff. Right. <laughs> like, <"Dude, come laughs> what what happened to M80s and fire, you know, like right. sparklers and shit. But I are imagine I, I, I didn't, I'm sorry, Janessa, go ahead. No, I was saying, are you cooking? Uh, I'm making some cold dishes. Uh, okay. I think they're, I, I think they're just smoking some stuff. So I ain't going over there. You know, at four in the morning to start cooking. Right. So, uh, no, I'll probably just bring like some some pasta, and, pasta, and, uh, pasta salad, and uh, potato salad and stuff like that. Mm. Go tr go traditional. Gotcha. That yeah, and more more of my eight dollar cookies. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, I, I was gonna say I, I can imagine in the country like they really want to go big with the fireworks because you got the space. You know, it's not a yeah. You know, most most people who live kind of more in city limits, you know, it's a little bit more difficult. But if you out there, you know, in that in that open space, I, I say get after it. Yeah, but I think we can all agree that spending an extra what three hundred and fifty dollars just to get a commercial license, so then you can spend thousands of dollars <laughs> on on big booms, 
Like, no, it's not. Maybe they, maybe they want to start their own fireworks show one day. Maybe it's an investment. Maybe. I don't <laughs> think so, though. <laughs> so definitely personal use. Now I feel that. Okay. Uh, with Jay Rihanna, what's popping? Um, just enjoying this kind of sort of day off. I, too, am getting ready for a um, cookout on Sunday with my family. Um, I have been designated to get the fireworks. I don't know why they think I'm going to get the fireworks. So I'm going to get the sprink the sparklers and the little pop rockets. Now, I will say um, previous years, we have upgraded to like the ones you light and go up, but they're still not the big boom ones. So if mm. I can find those, I'll do that. Um, but yeah. Is this is, is, fire, is having your own fireworks still illegal in Georgia? Mm -mm. Oh, they okay. got stores everywhere now. Okay, gotcha. Now, Are you getting your commercial fireworks. license? That's what I no, mean. Because no. I'm not doing commercial uh, fireworks. <laughs> I said sparklers and pop-ups, okay? <laughs> and then, you know, I bring the ice. There you go. There you so. go. <laughs> Hey, you go break. Hey, you can make. Oh, they may not be ready. I about to say, you could have prov provided the watermelon for the cook. I was gonna say, yeah, <laughs> you beat me to it. I was gonna say you should be bringing the watermelon. I am gonna um because we're trying to like you know it used to be our parents who used to do it and now they're kind of passing the baton to us. So mm. my cousins ask me all the time like Janessa, can you cook something? Like you got to do something other than the ice. And I'm just right. like hey, y'all want to live right? <laughs> like, <laughs> So I am going to do this punch that my aunt used to make all the time. And um, we're going to have the adult version and the children's version. That's absolutely. And don't get them mixed up. because well, Or maybe yeah. do. At the end of the day, you get them mixed up and the kids all yeah. take a nap. It's no. nice. <laughs> no. I've, I've definitely taken a hit out of the wrong orange juice container <laughs> at a party before. My auntie's cookout before. She was like, well, that ain't the right one. I told you to grab the other one. I'm like, I'm, asking, I'm like, why this taste so funny? <laughs> Over there getting lit. So, yeah, I got the ice, the fireworks, and the punch. There you go. So, yeah. hey, listen, somebody got to bring that stuff. You feel what I'm saying? Why not be you? Amen. <laughs> I ain't mad at that. All right. Pink and green. I am doing well. I got my air conditioning uh, temporarily hey, hey. fixed. Okay. fixed. Thank you, Janessa, for checking in on me. Of course. Um, but yes, it's temporarily fixed because as Janessa said, it is hot here in Atlanta. Mm. Um, so that's good. I am actually going to Jamaica for the holiday. Um, oh. Yeah, so super excited about that. Ba vacation? No. Girl oh. trip. Lance oh. is a strip. Okay, um, yep. So celebrated 15 years. Um, so yep, go to Jamaica in the morning. When you you was what follow eight? Uh-huh. Uh, spring oh. away. Spring away. Okay. I didn't realize you uh played right before me. Yeah, spring eight. Um, and then yeah, so like super excited about that. Um, all is well. Does this you could hook up with my niece? She's down there right now. Oh, really? Where mm -hmm. is she? Uh I don't know. But she's at one of the resorts, uh, but no, she's on her honeymoon. So, oh, fun! Mm -hmm. Congratulations. Does, does this, um, does this, the date, does the date line up with y'all's? No. I guess, okay, but this is just the year for it or whatever. Yeah, 15, gotcha. yep. Gotcha, gotcha. Mm -hmm. gotcha. That's what's yeah. up. Looking forward to that. That's what's up. When you leave tomorrow morning, tomorrow morning. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. That's why oh. we had to do this today. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, well, really, 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 it was my fault we had to do it today, but but you can join the party. <laughs> yeah, 
Gotcha. No, that's what's up. I hope you enjoy it. Well, really, it was the storm's fault because the storm. Well, that's true. That's last true. week. That's yeah. true. That's mm. true. When did your power come back on? The same night. Mine did not. Mine really? came back on at five o'clock in the morning. Really? And around 8.30 after sitting in the dark for two hours, um, mm. I went to my parents' house because they got a generator, okay? okay. <laughs> and it powers the whole house. So mm. I was doing laundry and everything. <laughs> everything. You went in the storm? It had calmed down a little bit. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I definitely was not about to stay here in the dark all night. Got you. Yeah, right. I had lights, but I still didn't have air at that time. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, that 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 storm must have really been knocking out power because I even know somebody <laughs> else who live in Atlanta who said the same thing. They was like, "Yeah, they, they, they knocked my power out." So. Mm -hmm. It knocked the power out before it even started raining. Like yeah, it was yeah, just right. Mm -hmm. and it was like, I wouldn't have had no idea if you hadn't said anything, Janessa. I would have been like, "What is happening?" Outside walking. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I would have gotten some superpowers and then had all the the. <laughs> What you trying to you trying to be like Mike or something? Yeah. <laughs> Flash last week. And now he got his powers with lightning. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Blessing. I know. <laughs> or death. <laughs> Either one. Gotcha. We'll never know. Right, right, right. <laughs> Gotcha. Just don't go rolling around in nuclear waste thinking the same thing. <laughs> Jesus, know. right? Please don't. Yeah. Um. Well, that's what's up, man. I'm I'm chilling. Um. Yeah, man. Um. As far I guess I don't know if nothing new happened. I mean, I like I, said, I helped somebody move yesterday. Uh. <clears throat> which which feels a lot different in your 30s than when you're in your 20s. Amen. Um. Definitely had, especially in the heat. You know what I'm saying? Uh. And one thing I've learned about helping people move, because I'm a big guy, so people are always asking me to help them move or lift something or whatever. And I used to, you know, when I was a young Thundercat, I used to, you know, be I'd be out there all day. You know what I'm saying? We, we do this morning, noon, night, build, go over to the next day. Now I give people time limits. Hey, listen, I can be here from here <laughs> to here. Whatever we can get done in this time frame, right, I, I got you. But, hey, at this time, I got to go. I, I, I am not finna wear myself out no more. Um, especially because I'd be already having to do moves for either for myself, you know, I've moved around a lot, uh, stuff at the church. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta, um, uh, conserve my energy. So, but yeah, other than that, man, I'm chilling, you know what I'm saying? I hear in these streets. Um, so let's get to it, man. Uh, the, the producer provided topic of today is how forgiving are you? Um, I'm guessing Risa wants us to answer this about ourselves, um, but I'm sure this can be an even broader question, even just amongst just say uh, maybe people, the church, uh, maybe people are even forgiving the church because of things that the church, you know, have done to them. But um, I don't know. I mean, whoever wants to start. But I mean, are you are you guys do you guys consider yourself, I guess, forgiving or easily forgiving people? I do now. <laughs> OK, I did not used to be. Uh, I, I think, I think that's just comes with that. That's like part of the wisdom that comes with getting older. Like the more you live and the more you mess up, mm. you know, the more you start looking at other people going, all right, I'm like, I don't like what you did, but you know, I messed up too. So, you know, uh, cause I used to, Oh, I could hold a grudge for <laughs> 20 years. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> 
Did 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 the grudge holding or unforgiveness come like come from something specific? Like did something happen where make you that made you feel like oh, oh yeah people don't deserve forgiveness oh. or whatever? Oh, if you've wronged me, and when I was younger at least, uh yeah, if I felt like you wronged me, mm, I just I just cut you out. <laughs> just easily you know how they say like cut toxic people out of your life. Right. I would do that just for you know, <laughs> shit. Hurt. Well, just hurting my feelings. <laughs> oh, gotcha. be like, all right, done with you. Gotcha. So it, it, um, it, it, you didn't even have to do nothing major. Just any anything you, you <clears throat> held that grudge. Well, no, I mean, I'm not completely irrational. <laughs> gotcha. Like, uh, what's a good example? Oh, okay. So <clears throat> I had this family friend. Uh, when I was like 22 and I was mm. engaged to this girl and mm. she was having an affair with her boss, right? Who was married. Uh, and I had this family friend we used to hang out with like every Saturday night, you know, the two of us would go over there, just couple stuff, you know? Mm. Um, and turns out once I found out, I found out that they knew and didn't tell me what was going on. Mm-hmm. I didn't speak to them for 15 years. <laughs> wait, I got And wait, even I got when I did, it was it still had some venom in it. Your your fiance was sleeping mm-hmm. with her boss. No, no, no. No, was sleeping with her own boss. Your fiance was sleeping with her yes. boss. Got right, okay. right. With and your her friends boss. knew and didn't tell you. Right. Okay. All right. So you didn't forgive anybody. And then and then remained friends with her after. And I was like, and I, I'd known them since I was seventh grade. They uh, met her through you. Yes. Oh man. And oh, then yeah. chose her. And I was like, You're I'm you're out of my life. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And that it, honestly, that, that one's still kind of there. Like I mm-hmm. still mm-hmm. I mean, it's whatever, but mm-hmm. like I saw them. Uh, I saw her uh, two months ago at my niece's wedding, and I was like, mm-hmm, what's up? Yeah, yeah, nice to see you, too. Mm-hmm. Like that kind of thing. Right, right, right. So well, I got to really meet because I wouldn't have been like, nice to see you. I would have just been like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, I'm getting older, so it's like, all right. It's it's almost like it's not even about holding the grudge anymore. It's just about it feels immature now. Mm. Yeah, to to still be mad about it when I'm now married, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But actually, for me, that wasn't even about that particular situation. wasn't even about forgiveness. It was just about learning. Uh, it, it's about uh, untrustworthiness. You know what I mean? Mm. It's like how could I ever be friends with them again and, and trust them with anything? Mm. You know, just so once a, once question. a snake bites you. Like you get, to, you're done with snakes, you know? Mm-hmm. So I know, so I had two questions and I'm a, I won't say any names, but there is somebody who typically has Bible verses about what the Bible says about forgiveness. <laughs> <laughs> I have some pulled up over here. <laughs> okay. Turn me, turn with me. To you second didn't want to call her out. I mean, <laughs> 
who else could it have been? <laughs> I figured she was prepared, you know, but just in case she wasn't. You know? Right, right, right. And then it could have been anybody if she wasn't prepared. I got you. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? It. And then it was like, oh, let me get something. You know, then I figured somebody right. get something real quick. Right, so, right. so one, I want to hear what the Bible says about forgiveness. Two, in Terry's situation, right. So is there, I guess my question is, is there a, so... I'm trying to figure out what I'm trying to what I'm trying to say. So I know there's that saying, you know, I forgive and I but I don't forget. Mm-hmm. You know, and so like in Terry's situation, at this point I've gotten older, I'm matured, I'm married again, um, I've let it go. Um, but like you said, once a state snake bites you, then you know I don't go back to letting the snake bite me again. So, it, but is that wrong? You know, at what point is it like I learned this lesson, this person, this situation, this experience wasn't good for me and I'm not going to do it again mm-hmm. um, because I know, well, I want to hear what the Bible says, because I know the Bible says, you know, turn the other cheek and something about seven times. What did it say? <laughs> well, well, what about eye for an eye? Does that apply? Meaning like, oh my goodness! <laughs> Does that apply for forgiveness? Being I, like, I would well, think so. <laughs> oh lord! You, you've taken my eye, and then, and then my version of taking your eye is just never speaking to you again. So. Well, let's well let's let's just hear those scriptures. You, you got you, whatever you got pulled up, Janessa. Okay, so I have a few. Um, Colossians three thirteen says, "Bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you." Mm-hmm. Matthew six fourteen through seventeen says, "For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins." Mm. Ephesians. 432 says, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God, just as in Christ God forgave you. And then the one you, I was just pulling up um, is Matthew 18, 20, 20, wait, 20, uh, 21 and 22 says then peter came to jesus okay wait a second then peter came to jesus and asked lord how many times shall i forgive my brother or sister who sins against me up to seven times jesus answered now wants to update <laughs> jesus answered though <laughs> oh he gonna say something what what what, what? Seven times, seven or seven i times. tell you seven times not seven times, but 77 times. Yeah. Yeah. Some sevens. That's a lot of times. But I also threw in this one, too, because I think we, uh, it plays into it. Uh, Romans 12 and 8, 19 says, do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath, for it is written, it is mine to avenge, I will repay, says the Lord. Mm-hmm which is the most common one that says vengeance is mine. Right, right, right. So pretty much, if you don't forgive others, the Lord won't forgive you. You should forgive others because the Lord has forgiven you. Do not take revenge on other people and let Jesus do it. And and don't just um, forgive seven times. Do it 77. Well, let's... But where did forgiveness let's throw- start? <laughs> Let's throw an asterisk 
on this, okay? Because forgiveness does not mean stupidity. So right. I mean, if you're if you're a, if you're a woman in an abusive relationship, you should forgive that man for what he did to you, but you should also leave. You know what I mean? It does it doesn't yeah, but, mean I, but, I, but I think Which, I think I think to Kelly's point earlier, though, like, I don't think it's necessarily about necessarily staying to let the snake bite you again. But mm -hmm. do I really forgive the snake if I see the snake and I feel some type of way when I see the snake again? Because I haven't forgotten what you've done. You feel what I'm saying? So it's yeah. I get I get removing yourself from the situation to prevent it from happening again. But I know for a fact with me, not today, but I've definitely had animosity towards somebody. And because we were in a situation where they were out of sight. They were out of my mind. So I'm not really thinking about mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. But when I see them, I'm like, like I'm, I'm, I'm asking God, like, why do I, why am I getting riled up just because they, you know what I'm saying? They in my presence. <coughs> so, so to me, that's making me feel like, well, dang, did I actually forgive them? Or was I just letting it go because it's just no longer a part of my everyday life that I have to deal with? But did I, did I actually forgive? You feel what I'm saying? So well, I think to me, go ahead. No, I, I think that what you're saying is I, just because you, yes, maybe you didn't for, I mean, maybe you did forgive them. Maybe you didn't, but it doesn't matter. The pain of the situation, remembering the situation, it's, it's never going to leave, you know, no matter how many times you forgive them. It doesn't matter. How, you know what I mean? Yeah, Please. but I, but I've had some pretty rough stuff happen to me, just say as a result of somebody else in which like, at this very moment, I know for a fact I've forgiven them because for one, I've seen them since then. But even so, like I can I can talk about the situation, I can joke about the situation. Like it, it's not a it's not even like a something that I even hang on to. Sometimes I even forget that it happened, you know what I'm saying? Because it's just not on my heart no more. But um, but I, I don't know. I mean, there 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 is a fine line, at least to me, that if you saying you forgive somebody, just say even with your mouth, but do you really believe that in your heart? You know what I'm saying? Like, if you go into the deepest crevices of your heart, like, have you actually forgiven this person? Is there nothing else left there? Or to some degree, like you said, if you see them, you may just, you know, give them a quick little shady high or whatever, but it's because there is still some something there. I don't know if you call it unforgiveness, but there is some stronghold there that's keeping you from completely, I guess, letting it go. Well, how about this? <clears throat> um, Say you, you're driving down the road and you see a car that looks just like that one ex's car and you start to feel it, you, you start to remember just because, you know what I mean? Like there is something just about the association, you know? Like I can't, no, there's certain cars I can't look at without thinking about a particular person because of just the association. So when you see that person that wronged you, you're always gonna associate that face with that feeling. I don't think I'm, there's enough forgiveness in the world to get rid of that. I think um, I think forgiveness, kind of to what you're saying, you don't necessarily forget that it happened. Uh, it doesn't change the fact that, you know, what they did was wronged, that it hurt your feelings, that it made you feel some type of way. Like, I don't think with forgiveness that changes. I think with forgiveness, you because remember, forgiveness is for you and not the other person. It's kind of like you decide, yeah, this person did something really messed up and it really hurt my feelings. It really made me feel some type of way. But I'm no longer going to let that affect me like that. I'm not going to keep holding on to this anger or pain or whatever, because 
that person's living their life and not thinking nothing about you. And so mm-hmm. how is that really hurting them? The only mm-hmm. person that's hurting is you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think forgiveness is when you can get to a point where you no longer let that situation or whatever happened affect you so deeply. It doesn't mean that it never happened. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you, you, like you said, you might see the car and it's like, man, my ex had that car, but mm-hmm. maybe it's not so much like, man, if I see her, it's on site. Like mm-hmm. I am just, you know, like it's, mm-hmm. I'm going to give her a piece of mm-hmm. my mind. I'm going to, mm-hmm. like, it's not all that rah-rah. Mm-hmm. And I'll say for me, um, because I, I too was not one to quickly forgive. Um, and Darius doesn't mind me saying this because we kind of talked about it on here. He did right. something and I didn't talk to him for years either. So I'm that person who will hold a grudge too, or who can hold a grudge for years. Mm. Um, but, and I also am learning because somebody has wronged me recently. And when I see him, I see red, right? Mm. Now. Mm. Like, it's a process. That's something mm-hmm. I'm learning. Mm-hmm. And I used to really like struggle with it because of the same scriptures. Like if you don't forgive, God's not mm-hmm. going to forgive you. And I'd be, mm-hmm. so I would be saying, I forgive them because Lord, I need you to forgive me. <laughs> right, like, right. Not internally doing the work. It was more so right. like I kind of just blocked it out my mind. We don't talk no more. I don't mm-hmm. have to see you. So mm-hmm. it is what it is. But mm-hmm. like, kind of like you, Terry, if I see you, Mm. Oh, mm-mm. Mm-hmm. and so um, I can say with my ex-boyfriend, there was a lot of hurt with that. But I think at this point, I wish him nothing but the best. Mm. Like I can see him, I can talk to him, whatever, mm. and I don't feel no type of way. And that mm. doesn't change what has happened. Mm. But like I'm just not in that place anymore. Now with this other person, I'm not there yet because mm. it's still very much so. Like right. Right, 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 right. But, um, you know, I, I even before this, so I guess it's timely. Come on, Risa. You know, I was kind of doing some research myself on like what is actual forgiveness and how mm-hmm. do I get there, especially, mm-hmm. you know, in the thick of it, because this recently just happened. Um, and one of the Bible verses, and I pulled it up because this one hit me in the gut. I was like, really, God? Like, <laughs> um, where is it? But basically it says, because I don't think I have the tab up, but basically it says you have to pray, bless your, bless the people who curse you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was just like, mm-hmm. you want me to pray for them? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You want me to like say good things about them? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and I was watching this video by Joyce Meyer. And one of the things that she was saying, she had a difficult time with it too. And so one of the things she, she said was like when she would pray for them, she would pray that God reveals to them what they, you know, how they hurt that hurt mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm. Um, and that they get drawn closer to you through this process. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot easier to pray than Lord, give them the job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, 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 right. Like that's a right, lot. Right, for sure. For um, sure. and so that's just kind of where I am on my personal journey. I'm not you know, the most, the best person probably talk about forgiveness at this current moment because of the way I'm feeling towards this one person. But mm. I would say it's also a journey and it's not just a, oh, you wronged me, you're forgiven, mm-hmm. moving on maybe one day, but I'm not there yet. But I will say I've come a long way because like to Terry's point, um, I've lived a little bit more mm-hmm. and 
I'm not perfect. And, you know, sometimes you don't understand the reasoning behind things. Now you can, as a as an older person, you kind of see the the thought process or maybe some of the other angles or other things that were taking place <clears throat> that I might not have even known about. Um, <clears throat> so I think I'm definitely more forgiving now, and I definitely have the desire to be forgiving, but like mm -hmm. to actually do it mm -hmm. and the desire are like two different things. No, for sure. Kelly, you had something before? No, I was going to say... <clears throat> Before, this has actually been an eye-opening conversation for me. When I thought about it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm forgiven. And then what you said, Rudy, hit my spirit. <laughs> no, you're really not forgiven. You're just mm. avoided, is what mm. I am. Mm. And it's out of sight, out of mind. Like you said, remove myself from the situation. Mm. It hurts for a moment. And then with time, you mm. heal. Mm. But did I really heal or did I just remove myself from the situation? Mm. Time passed. I distracted myself. You know, I moved forward, whatever mm -hmm. it is, you know, be it a, a relationship, be it, you know, just a situation that work, you know, or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. I'm probably more avoidant than I am actually forgiven because right. the moment something triggers that situation again, that intense emotion comes back. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I don't and I and I like to forget. See, and I'm not really one to hold. I'm an emotional person anyway. Mm. And so to hold grudges means that I got to continue to feel that emotion consistently. And mm. I don't really want to. I like mm. to just kind of forget. Like, mm. I don't hold on to it. I think I just want to forget. Mm. And as long as, as long as I forget and there's nothing that reminds me or triggers me or or whatever, then I'm fine. Mm. Um, as long as even when something triggers me, someone answers the phone when I call or there's a good TV show on or, I, you know, I can go and do something and get my mind off of it quickly. I'm good. Mm. But in terms of like actual forgiveness, I, you know, I think I thought I was better than I was. <laughs> the moment you said that, I know y'all probably saw my hands raised. Like I was like, oh Lord. <laughs> well, what what happens when they don't deserve forgiveness? And I'll, I'll I'll give you an example of what I'm talking about. Or how many like 77 times is that honestly the limit because I, i've got a situation here that that might be over 77 times hey y'all sorry to interrupt but we have a few church announcements follow us on instagram at the worst ones pk new content coming soon we also have a tiktok at the worst ones pk no content yet but continue to check us out if you want to, no, when you listen to our podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find your podcast. So make sure you type in the Worst Ones Podcast and you'll find us. And when you get there, make sure you like, you comment, you subscribe, and you share. Thank you to our 500,422 followers. We love you so much. Now, back to the show. I have an uncle. Um, and, uh, when I was like 14, my uncle did this thing, right? Uh, it's a long story, but whatever. He basically humiliated me in front of a, a like 14 other, like all the kids in the thing. Um, but then he brings it up every time I see him. Do you know what I mean? Like he's never apologized for it. I, you know what I mean? I, I haven't told him directly. Like that was actually a big deal and you kind of ruined my summer, but, uh, you know, which is a big deal at 14, but I told him indirectly through my dad and 
he's still never apologized and he brings it up every time I see him, including two months ago at my niece's wedding. So can I challenge you for a second? I'm, I'm, I'm just throwing it out there. I just want to see how the grenade blows up on this one. So I wonder though, in, in between 14 and 40, um, mm. is it, I don't, it doesn't bother, don't get me wrong, it doesn't bother me any, like it hasn't bothered me for 20 plus years, but it annoys me that he. Is there the time to have the conversation, you know, is is my thing, to have the direct conversation. At that point, um, they're right. The situation at 14, I don't care anymore. At this point, it just annoys me that you continue to bring it up. Yeah. Um, at what point do you say, hey, unk, I, you know, uncle whatever um, <laughs> um you know hey i know this happened 20 something years ago can we stop talking about it um it really hurt my feelings back then i really felt some type of way for a couple of years after that but if we can stop talking about it because at what point is it and i guess in our journey of forgiveness and healing do we have to be more direct um and play a more play a bigger role in what's going on versus mm wanting your dad to indirectly tell him or you know mm. i want my uncle to catch my you know my body language or my vibes when he says that and knows that i don't speak to him at what point do you know because it does continue not necessarily to bother you but annoy you and you know that whatever the next event is that i'm gonna come and say it again you mm. know so like instead of waiting for that moment and know that's going to happen for the next 20 30 years of your life every time there's a family event at this point saying let me directly say something to him and then maybe that'll stop all of it and if not then we got another issue mm. that's a separate issue if i've come to you directly and you haven't listened to me then we start the forgiveness all over again because then mm. we got a whole we got a whole nother thing well he's almost 80 so i'm just gonna let him ride it out on this one <laughs> you okay, know I, why why make an issue now you know what i mean that's 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 fair yeah but i do think to but to my point, I do think sometimes we hinder ourselves um, in in the process, in the journey, mm -hmm. in the healing, in mm -hmm. the forgiveness. Um, I think there's sometimes where we take this more backseat route. And as Janessa says, and I said earlier that we're the only one in pain. The other person has gone and lived their life. They're in a new relationship. They got a new job. You know, they bought a new car. They got all of this stuff. And I'm stuck here um, because I won't release it i won't let mm. it go whether mm. they deserve it or they don't deserve it because mm. a lot of times they don't deserve it mm. you know a lot of times they don't deserve the forgiveness a lot yeah, of times sorry. <laughs> to, to us though right to me right, right they, sure. based on how i felt about what happened right, you right. don't deserve my forgiveness right, right? um right and 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 at, and at some point all that matters is how i feel <laughs> is it is <laughs> to me you don't deserve the, the forgiveness but for me to be able to move forward, to move on, for it not to impact my life every day, you know, mm. maybe once a month, you know, maybe just every time I see, you know, a red Mustang pass by. I ain't never had no man with no red Mustang, no. Mm -hmm. but, you know, the blue Altima go by, mm. um, <laughs> you know, I it, it doesn't anger me. But I, I often wonder for me in, in all of this, where am I stopping myself from? healing and really being able mm -hmm. to forgive and let go. Mm -hmm. Cause I know some situations like you, Terry, that at, and mine is in a family event, but at a family event, this is going to trigger me again. Mm -hmm. 
that mm. I know that in August, for me, when this happens, I'm already looking to this is going to trigger me again. Mm. It's been fine because I haven't seen you. Mm. But when I see you in August, mm-hmm. It's going it's, to trigger it's me. smoke. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. So Kelly, in July, what do you need to do so that in August this doesn't trigger you? Mm-hmm. Because you've just avoided it, and it's been mm-hmm. easy to avoid mm-hmm. because they haven't been here. Mm-hmm. But in August, what happens? Um, so I know I stopped myself on this journey, but I also don't know what I'm supposed to do either. So Lord help me. <laughs> <laughs> I would also say, Terry, now your uncle's eighty, so you might not want to do this at this point, but. <laughs> Um, maybe in the future, if you have, you know, a similar situation and I'm really bad at this, like I'm personally trying to work on this myself is setting boundaries. So like Kelly say, Hey uncle, you know, this hurt my feelings. I noticed, you know, you bring it up all the time. You know, if you could please stop, you know, that would really be, I would appreciate that because it makes me feel some type of way. But if you can't stop, then I'm going to have to separate myself from you. I'm not going to be able to con- communicate or have conversations with you because that's not healthy for me. And boundaries are not to control what other people do. Boundaries mm-hmm. are there to protect you. But oftentimes what happens, people are so used to having so much access to you or um, availability to you. And when you say something like that, mm-hmm. they take offense like, oh, this is what you're trying to do when mm-hmm. it's not. It's not. It's instead of me being triggered all the time and feeling some type of way and I'm having a perfectly good day and then you come into it. I'm just not going to engage with you. I'm not going to availability or the access to put me in that position. I'm just going to take myself out. Mm -hmm. Um, But like I said, a lot of times people don't take boundaries like that. They feel like it's a personal attack against them. And Mm -hmm. I think that's why it's hard like we can say we set boundaries but then as soon as they're challenged we fold because now we feel like oh we've hurt their feelings or mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. we've done something we wronged them but in reality you're really just protecting yourself so like i said your grand your uncle's 80 i don't know if you really don't want to talk to your uncle you know he might not have we don't know how much longer he has so mm, that's a little tricky but um that's something i'm trying to establish with like my friends and my family now Mm-hmm. Y'all might have been used to being able to say things or do things or tell me, volunteer, voluntold is what we like to say in the mm-hmm. church. Stuff like that. But at 34, I'm going to do some things differently now. All right. Mm-hmm. And I and I just, I just wanted to point this out. This isn't really a, a point that I'm making, but the uh, it actually says 70 times 7. Mm-hmm. Which is four ninety. That's four ninety. Okay. Oh, so. Uncle got some more time. Hey, no, no, no. He, he, still, he still might be out. He still might be out of time. Yeah, he's still out of the yard. Might be. Yeah. Yeah. That that that's four ninety. But 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 I, I think but I think to the to the scriptures' point and God's point and Jesus' point, I think because they know who we are as humans. Like, if it's up to us, we're going to scale or determine what we deem forgivable and unforgivable. You feel what I'm saying? Um, and because that, I think that's why these, just say, rules and, and principles are, are established. Um, even to the degree, and, it, and there's obviously something important about forgiveness, even past just our own peace of mind, because, like, you know, 
like the Lord is putting it on the line. Like you don't forgive, you ain't gonna be forgiven. You feel what I'm saying? And nigga, we need to be forgiven. You feel what I'm saying? To to even make it into heaven, we need to be forgiven. You feel what I'm saying? So, um, but simultaneously, like to the word Kelly used earlier, like it's a process. Like forgiving is not an easy thing at all. You know what I'm saying? Especially depending on what somebody did. Like somebody steps on your shoes, it's easy to let that go. It's easy not even thinking about it in that moment. But I know people personally who've been, you know, molested or raped or, you know, all these different types of things. Somebody who's seen, you know, uh, a man, you know, shoot and kill their mama right in front of them and all, you know, all these different types of things. And, and though I've never been through that degree of stuff, I completely understand as a human, I'm not God, as a human, I completely understand why somebody would never forgive somebody for that. You feel what I'm saying? Even even with what the scripture says, like, I definitely get why it's hard to forgive because even on a, on a lesser scale, at least in my opinion, of things that I've been through uh, compared to the examples I just gave, like, there, it was hard for me to forgive in some of those situations or, or let it go or whatever. And so anything surpassed that. And, and even going into just say self-inflicted wounds it's hard for people to forgive themselves a lot of times you know what i'm saying like even even that's a you know a, a struggle or whatever you know and it and it and it, it i don't know if it because it plays on your psyche i don't know if it because even to what terry was like do people you know deserve to be forgiven it's almost like if i forgive you i'm letting you off the hook you know what i'm saying like and you don't deserve that like you should you should deserve to be hated or unforgave or well no no, no you know, I, I wasn't saying that not 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 just not just you but i'm saying even just speaking for myself like i i get i get just say even that kind of sentiment even though even if you meant it slightly differently like you a lot of times people don't even want you know to let it let something go until they just say metaphorically you got your lick back you know what i'm saying like you did something you, you hit me i need to at least better hit you back you know what I'm saying? Or I'm telling mama or whatever, or I'm holding this grudge or whatever the case may be. So, um, man, like, yeah, forget forgiveness is definitely obviously necessary because God even requires it. Um, but to, to I think the, the question Kelly asked earlier, I don't I don't know if I know the full definition of what just say true forgiveness looks like. You know what I'm saying? Um like, do, do you have to really let it go? And once again, if somebody has done something very, very, very damaging to you, I guess my question is then, how do you even get to that point of letting it go? Is it just a time thing? Is it just you have to trust that God will eventually take it out, you know, take that hatred out of your heart or that unforgiveness out of your heart before it's time for him to judge you? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't, because, and I've, and I've done things to people where I've had to apologize. You feel what I'm saying? Because I, I, whether they were going to decide to forgive me or not, I knew I was wrong. You feel what I'm saying? And even in that, once again, going back to forgiving myself or even, you know, feeling, maybe even feeling bad if they don't forgive me. I know one of my, uh, she's one of my best, just say female friends now, but many moons ago, like our relationship started off by us like talking or whatever. And long story short, like, I ain't gonna say I, like we never dated, but I, I was definitely just say kind of screwed her over if you will. But the point I'm getting at is I remember when she first used the terminology that I forgive you, Rudy. Right. But her actions did not show forgiveness. Like she was cold with me, boy. Like I'm like, man, this is, and not that I was even begging for our relationship to go back or nothing, but I'm just like, are you sure you forgive me? Cause this is real, you know, this is harsh. But then I remember when she didn't even say I forgive you again, but her actions 
like made like re even revealed to me like oh no nah, she don't really let this go like this ain't you know what i'm saying like what we experienced is no longer a burden on her which is makes it no longer a burden on our on our relationship which is like i said now you know we the best of friends i mean she you know i moved on she moved on she married kids and all that type of stuff but the point i'm getting at is i could tell the difference when she when she says she forgave me versus when she actually forgave me you feel what i'm saying and not that I think it's not that her becoming friends with me again is what established it, but it was just even her tone, her receptiveness of me, you know what I'm saying? Her approach, like it just, everything about it was totally different from just her saying the words out of her mouth, Rudy, I forgive you. But how many, just to clarify what I was saying about that thing with my uncle, uh, mm. I was basically saying, how many times do you have to keep turning the cheek before you're just a punk, you know? You know what I mean? Mm. Like that's that's all I was saying. I just want to clarify that. And I guess for that you decide. Mm. Um, that's, it that's, ain't four ninety or whatever. It was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess it's I guess it's up to you how you handle it, right? Do you have the conversation? Do you fight it out? You know, not saying that's the right way to do it, but you know, but in terms of most times, people think the opposite of a punk is you know we fight in some way over something. Um kids don't really use the word punk anymore but when they say at school <laughs> you know but at school whatever use words that they use now you know that's usually they gonna think i'm a punk because that's the mm. word you use you mm. know and or so soft or whatever right, right you know and so what i have to do then is fight you mm. know and so you determine whether you fight you you have the conversation you just let it go and realize that this doesn't define my softness or my punkiness or you know or whatever you realize that there's a 40 year age difference and he's just older and <laughs> he don't know no better you know or or whatever you know or this is his way of feeling like he connects with you know my generation or my cousins and you know whatever like I don't know um but I do think there's a I do wonder to that point though at what point does forgiveness end and something else begins. So I was listening to Sister Joyce, Sister Joyce Myers. <laughs> and um, she was saying a couple of things. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Because it had to do with what you had to say, Rudy. So, you know, we want to get our look back. I know that personally. I be wanting to get mm -hmm. my look back all the mm -hmm. time. Um, but one thing she said, which is why I read that scripture that says, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. Is because when we hold on to that anger and those feelings of I want to get my lick back, it to a certain extent is saying that God, your lick is better than God's. Like mm -hmm. God's not going to handle that situation. Mm -hmm. um, you you are not trusting that God is sees what's happening. He knows what's happening. And he cannot take care of that situation. You got to take care of that situation. Mm -hmm. I've said this on the uh, podcast before. You know, sometimes like it's, this is an example. It didn't happen to me. But like if somebody cheated on you, you want to cheat back or get them back, you know, mm -hmm. in the same way. Mm -hmm. um, but God has a way of really reaching us where it really hurts because you know mm -hmm. for that person you cheated back they don't care they cheated on every girlfriend they've ever had right like, right cheating don't do nothing for them but you know god might deal with them in a way that really gets gets that mm -hmm. person's attention 
mm-hmm. and maybe even drawn closer to him. That's mm-hmm. and I will say just a asterisk. That's something that I've been praying for people when anything happens, good, bad, whatever. My prayer recently has been, and God help draw that person to you, help use the mm-hmm. situation to draw them closer to you. Mm-hmm. And so that was one point. Um, and then two, Joyce was saying, because this was when she was talking about how God was saying you have to um I'll pull it up. Bless those who persecute you, bless, bless and do not curse. Mm-hmm. She said, so you know, you praying for them, but she was saying that she prays that God reveals to them you know, the things that need to be revealed. Mm. Um, then she said, too, she stops talking bad about them. Um, you know, oftentimes when a situation comes up, and oh, girl, let me tell you what he did. Like, that's the first thing we want to talk about. And it's typically coming from a negative place. And she was like, for her situation, I think her father molested her, did something to her. Mm. When she talks about it now, it's not from a, I can't stand that man. Mm. All the, it's like, it's not coming from a negative place. She's coming mm. to help others. Mm. Like when she's telling her story, she's not coming down on, on him. She mm. is just using that experience to share with others how she forgave. And then mm. the third thing she said was, um, you know, she'll pray because like we've said, the feeling of like frustration or pain or anger just doesn't disappear because you say, I forgive you. So she says like, now God, I've prayed for them. I've been obedient to what you said I needed to do. Now I need you to do what you do. I need Mm. you to remove the anger. Mm. I need you to change my heart. Mm. I need you to change my perspective. I can't Mm. do that. I'm feeling pissed off. Mm. And you know, if it's left up to me, I'm going to stay right here. Mm. (laughs) But Mm. I need you to come in and change the situation. I need Mm. you to change my heart. I need you to change my mind. Mm. And so, um, you know, that's been my prayer too with my current situation. Um, Because if it was left up to me, you like God. Let me at least see yellow, not red. When I see, <laughs> but um, I was also gonna say, thing. It was. Oh, I lost my train of thought. It'll come back. Hopefully. I, oh, I want to give. I want to give you a follow up on one of those situations. I told you that uh, my fiance when I was twenty two, she had an affair with her boss who was married. He was married with uh, he was married and his wife was like eight months pregnant with their first kid, um, which I thought was obviously like horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, about what fifteen years later, I saw him again, the guy, right? And I actually felt more sympathy than anger. Because, and I, I'm just saying that what you were talking about with God might have something else and, or, you know, uh, cause he, that child that he, his wife was having while he was having the affair ended up, he ended up losing that child to cancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and I saw him, he came to one of my comedy shows and, uh, and even though right at the, at the moment I saw him, I was like, Oh, I just want to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Then I was like, no, 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 remember what happened to him. So that was a, a like a teaching moment for me. Yeah. And it's in the Bible, Terry. Uh, if I memory serves correctly, uh, when David slept with Bathsheba, who was married to the soldier, and he put him out on the front lines to get him killed right. because he had got her pregnant. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Saw her taking a bath on the on the yeah. roof and you know, 
had to have her, I think I'm pretty sure that child passed away. Um, it grieved and really bad and you know like he really went went through some stuff um so it's Mm -hmm. interesting you know you're talking about your personal uh story and that that has happened in the bible so you're Mm. right yeah exactly it's you know sometimes i mean some people would call it karma some people you know some people say it's god's hand providence or or whatever but yeah you never know how life's going to twist and turn on you and i think that's the part too um is that you never know and so what i've gathered from all of this is you know trust in the lord um actually my favorite scripture trust in the lord with all your heart and lean not into your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he shall make your path straight because a lot of times when like I said, we want that vengeance. We want that that person to feel what we feel. And we want to mm-hmm. do it in our own hands. Mm-hmm. When we leave it to God. We also have to remember that a lot of times we may not know what it looks like. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you got to release and let go and know that God has it. And though you may look on social media and he's remarried and has two kids. I'm for my popping. Right. Like he looking real good. The pictures mm-hmm. look great. They go on mm-hmm. vacation. You know, mm-hmm. and it looks mm-hmm. like that they have this picture perfect life. And Lord, mm-hmm. how does he get this picture perfect life when he did me like this? Mm-hmm. You know, and we gotta realize and remember one, we always know that what you see on social media isn't always real. Mm-hmm. Um, but know that that God is going to handle it. Mm-hmm. Um, that you may never know, you may never see it, yes. it may not get back to you, you mm-hmm. know, about what it is, you know, but let go and let God. And I think mm-hmm. that is the hardest thing, but that's something that I have to remember and hold on to. Mm-hmm. Um, is that right? I can't take it all into my own hands because even when you do something yourself, you know, the blowback on you. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to cheat on him like he cheated on me. Mm-hmm. But then there's a lot of complications that come with sex, mm-hmm. right? I want to bust the windows out of his car. Mm-hmm. I want to call his job and do this. I want to mm-hmm. call her. And t- you know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. the consequences that I face, that mm-hmm. I face, versus mm-hmm. me letting it go. And we know that everything isn't about relationships. That's just mm-hmm. right, right, right. You know, um, but me letting it go and let God handle it, even if it looks like he's doing well. But remember it. God's got it. Mm. Well, that goes back to another scripture, which I do know, which is be anxious for nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Because just like you said, God's got it. So be anxious for nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, but it also says pray without seeking, I think, right after it. So we got to do that part, too. <laughs> but that's the point I was lost my train of thought on. So I'm so glad, Kelly, you said it, um, that sometimes we might not see mm-hmm. uh, the vengeance that mm-hmm. God gives. Mm-hmm. And I think that's sometimes the harder part to sometimes swallow because you want to see it, you know, mm-hmm. suffer. But mm-hmm. to your point as well, and I've seen this recently a lot, and it's not even to people who have wronged me. It's just, you know, just through life. I have heard stories from friends. Um, according to their Facebook page, you would think they are happy. Mm-hmm. They got it going on. Mm-hmm. You know, they got a new baby, that new bit, new job, whatever. But when I get with them one on one or whatever, mm-hmm. it's complete hell. Mm-hmm. Like, complete- well, nobody puts their stuff on social media. Oh for yeah, real. I, know I know that. But I'm just saying, like, you really, like, you really do not know mm-hmm. what people are going through. Um, mm-hmm. And so it can sometimes 
get frustrating if, if it is somebody who's wronged you and they posting like they just living it up. And then it comes back that, oh, they was evicted actually the week before and right. their car was repossessed and right. they lost their job, but they still fronting just, right. to front, you know. Um, so I think as I've gotten older and I've actually witnessed it firsthand, you know, reality versus non-reality, um, I have a little bit, you know, it's a little bit easier to release that to God because you really just don't know what people are going through. Mm -hmm. and, and and I wanted to say this, too. I, I think it's kind of it's low key kind of just say frightening to me um, to even think about just say like a cause and effect type of thing when it comes down to just say wronging somebody, because even to the to the the, the boss that. um Terry's fiance from a long time ago was cheating with, or even David in the Bible. Like, um, I, I've always kind of wondered, like, and not well, really more or less about David in the Bible, because I just found out about the, the Terry situation today. But like, did, did that baby actually die as a result of punishment, or was it something else? And the reason why I'm asking that is because, like, that's me me knowing that I'm a human being, like I'm going to wrong somebody again in life at <laughs> some point. You feel what I'm saying? It's just it's just it's just real. And it's like, like, is is God going to forgive me or do I got to get this work first? You know what I'm saying? Does something dr drastic has to happen? Because the, the people that this drastic thing is happening to, they wrong somebody and then something happened as a result. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, dang, like if I wrong somebody, like the, is the same, you know what I'm saying? I guess reaction going to happen to me or is there a difference between the wrong I did and the wrong they did? You feel what I'm saying? Like, it's it's kind mm -hmm. of a... And I, I don't have a definitive answer one way or the other. I'm just saying it's kind of a frightening thought because I guess none of us are exempt from just, say, needing forgiveness or wronging somebody or whatever the case may be. But do we necessarily have to... That, like You know what I'm saying? Does, does God have to get revenge on us for somebody else? You feel what I'm saying? The, the same way, the same way we're letting it go and 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 expecting God to get that revenge on somebody else on our behalf. Well, that depends. Uh, you know, you want Him to forgive your trespasses. Have you forgiven your neighbor's trespasses? But I'm saying my. I'm saying, but I'm saying not even about my what my neighbor did. I'm just saying just me right now. Like, forget my neighbor doing anything. If I was doing wrong. Do 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 I get forgiveness without just say the the David and Bathsheba punishment? You feel what I'm saying? Like if I was in if I was in David and Bathsheba's shoes right now, would I have to lose the child first in order? You know what I'm saying? In order for that to be, I guess, uh, you know, the proper revenge or whatever the case may be, because David and Bathsheba end up having a kid. You know what I'm saying? And they end up staying together and so on and so forth. Um, you know, and 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 David was still looked upon as a you know as king david and whoever he was so it's i don't know it's like I said, it's just a, as a thought it's just kind of frightening for me because i'm i just don't really know how that works like yeah when somebody wrongs me it's easy for me to think like yo god i'm putting your hands you handle it you know what i'm saying let them have it because that's what i'm really thinking yeah I'm not, I'm not i'm not just saying you handle it whether something happens to them or not i'm saying you go get them Get that revenge for me now. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't think that's the right spirit to be in. <laughs> but I'm saying, but that's but that's how we feel. Because once again, even if we have the mindset of I may not see it, okay, I may not get to witness it, but I still want it to happen. You feel well, what I'm you saying? Should like, be, you should be slow to anger. You, but I'm saying, I may not be angry. I'm, I'm, I'm letting it go. But God, you told me you're going to get that revenge, so make it happen. I'm just wondering, like, well, dang, if, if somebody's thinking the same about me, like, is God going to give me that pressure? 
you know what I'm saying? And, 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 and mess me up the same way or whatever. Go ahead, Kelly. So I think it takes, it takes me back to the conversation we've been having for three years about um, whether our life is planned out and God already knows everything that's going to happen or if there's a, you know, we choose our own path based on our choices. Mm -hmm. um, and I know we have different opinions on that mm -hmm. um, and we don't have to rehash it today. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I, I wasn't going to bring it up. I thought about it. I wasn't going to bring it up. <laughs> we don't have to rehash it today. But I think your question um, kind of goes to that. You know, where it isn't necessarily a cause and effect. We did this and so this happens, mm -hmm. you know, that would be one way of thinking about it. Or God already knows that I'm going to do this and this was going to happen anyway mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever. So I think it just kind of depends on on that. that yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to leave it at that. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Okay. Uh, Janessa. I was trying to do some research real quick. You dropped some gems, honey. You dropped the whole sermon. <laughs> um, I was trying to um, look about David, but I did want to say one thing right. about David wrong real thing. quick. My bad. I, I, that's the wrong thing. My bad. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, I just want to say about David real quick. One thing we do have to acknowledge is that he repented and changed and turned away. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that's important too. If we repent, God will continue to bless you. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like you sin and now you just over here for life. Um, but I don't think often how many of us really repent and, you know, turn away. So, mm -hmm. not sure. but okay. What we doing, Jules? Yes, ma'am. Mm -hmm. I do Jules. not like this little uh, thing. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't want attention. <laughs> So this week's jewel's not deep at all, but I think it's important, um, especially as we're kind of in the summer period, the holiday period, this week's jewel is to rest. Um, mm. I know we get really busy sometimes and we just keep going. Uh, so I encourage everybody to rest. If you make sure you get enough sleep at night, if you got PTO, take it. If you have sick leave, take it. Medical. Uh, if you need a mental health day, take it. Um, enjoy your time with your family, your friends, that job. Um, not all, but you know, they don't always care about your well-being. And if something happened to you, they will replace you the very next week. So mm. make sure you take the time to rest and take care of yourself. Go to the doctor, all that jazz. And as we come up on this uh, holiday, I think it's on Tuesday. Some people might have a long weekend. You know, go to the cookout, but make sure you get a nap too. And that's it. Hey, hey man. <laughs> you heard Janessa, quit your job and stay home because they, they, they don't care about you. I'm about to say Beyonce said, you know, I just what she said, I just left my job. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say that Beyonce did. Right. Facts. All right. No, that was that was that was that wasn't that wasn't a uh, what you said in the beginning. It's gonna be simple or not deep, whatever. Yes, no, that, no, that was no, that was deep. So when it drops on the fourth at seven o'clock, taking that, you listen to the podcast, that, right? right. Then you go right. take your nap. Right, right, right. Go <laughs> <laughs> there early, you know. Well, realistically, I mean, you can listen to this while you're sleeping. We just need the views and the plays. Anyway. <laughs> Just, 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 just binge it while you, while you sleep. We'll take Don't that too. Right. Oh, you're right. All right. Um, still private. Um, mm -hmm. 
you know, but it helps with me not having to forgive people as much because not people have people don't have access to me. So, you know, <laughs> exactly. Mm, at Princess Scales 51, but send me a DM. Tell me who you are. <laughs> you can find me at jrihanna double underscore. We have fun over there. I just posted some gardening stuff. Terry mm-hmm. and Ruben saw it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, check it out. And it's at Terry Wayne Comedy uh, on all social media platforms. I don't have fun over there. (laughs) And if you want to buy the book, it is Unclaimed Ashes on sale on Amazon right now. Zero percent of the money goes to Jeff Bezos. (laughs) All righty. This has been wonderful. Uh, If anybody has advice or tips on how to better forgive or whatever, you know, leave it in the comments. Please Let, let us let us. Let us know because we all are work in progress. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> but until then, we appreciate you guys as always watching us on YouTube or listening via audio, however you listen. We are the worst ones, and we will see you next week. the world.